0: gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back to another episode of the madhouse podcast as always i am your host mad max today's episode we're going to be talking about the nun part two um this is the sequel to the nun movie that came out in 2018 and it's the i want to say the eighth or ninth film overall in the uh, in the conjuring franchise so um this movie picks up a little bit after the events of the first film. Uh, the movie still stars... The movie still stars... Tisa Formiga and um, Bonnie Ahrens. And I cannot remember the guy's name uh, who was from the first one. Basically, the, the farmhand from the first one. But anyway, all the main characters are here uh, from the original film. They're joined by Storm Reed, who really is the only character in the film that is the only new face in the film that is actually worthy of, like, recognition. Everybody else is either kind of forgettable and, and or don't really serve no purpose to the film at all, really. But, anyway. Oh, man. I don't know if you can tell. I'm just kind of sick right now. But, anyway. Uh, but, anyway. This movie picks up a little bit after the events of the first film. Um, I honestly thought that the end of the first film... It led us to the events of what unfolded in the first Conjuring film when they're watching the whole, you know, uh, uh, they're explaining the demonology and exorcism things in the first one. But they've expanded upon this story uh, a little bit longer. Uh, This movie was, uh, I'm not sure, they kind of took that old formula of, of, of like, if you've ever seen the movie Scream 2, when Randy is explaining the rules of the sequel, the blood count is always bigger, the death is more elaborate, and there's also like a little bit of a darkness to it. This film felt relatively like that. It felt almost beat for beat the exact same movie we saw in the first one, uh, just with a little bit of a different backstory and a little bit of a different outcome. You know, In the first film, if you've never seen The Nun, the first Nun, uh, spoiler alert, but in the end of the first film... They use the blood of Jesus Christ to damn Valak back to hell. Well, spoilers for the Nun Part 2. They do the same thing here. It's not. We get there in the same. We get there in a much different way, but the outcome is still the same. They're still going to use the same tricks to stop the demon that they did in the first one. It's like I said, I was like, it's kind of the same movie. You know, like a lot of people say, the first Avengers and Age of Ultron are kind of the same movie, even though. Even though from a from a characteristic standpoint they're not, but a lot of people feel that they're the same movie. And not that there's anything wrong with Age of Ultron, but the nun part two was just so I don't want to say bland, but it was, it felt so generic. I don't know if that's the same word use. It felt so generic. The jump scares were there, but it's like this it's set up execution. You know, relief. You know, it's like, all right, we've seen this before, and it's like, we're not getting nowhere with it. And I feel as if, I feel as if the Nun, I feel as if the Nun series is starting to follow, it's falling into the same trap that Annabelle went through. Annabelle was a cool side character in the first Conjuring film. It was a cool little moment that she has in the movie. So they gave her her own film you know. But the first Annabelle film was horrible. And then the second film was good. The third film was not good, but not bad either. It's kind of stuck in the film. They gave this character their own movie. And then now, they're doing the same thing with The Nun. You know, it's like The Nun was a cool character, like a cool little moment in The Conjuring Part 2. And then now we got the first Nun, which you know was an okay film was not that great of a film to begin with and it really had no type of uh, no type of wherewithal by the you know once you've seen movies like this you've seen them all all horror movies horror movies are done in a way that a lot of people don't do anymore you know they they follow the same formulas they follow the same patterns and everything like that they think because the first film was mediocre at best that they're going to try the same thing again and see if that works. But it's like, you're just recycling the same thing. You're changing the setting. Instead of, you know, the farmlands of Paris or France, you go into the catacombs of, like, Italy and things like that. You, just because you change the setting of the movie doesn't mean the movie is actually going to get better. You have to change it up more so as you go along. Like, if you're... If, and especially if you're doing a film that is based inside of a... uh an established universe. You know, you're expanding upon this mythos and this origin story of a somewhat of an interesting character in the nun, but it's like that doesn't work. Uh that doesn't work if the movies don't are not that good. If the movies don't work, like if the movie sucks, um you kind of just fail all the way down to the wayside because if you notice, the curse of La Llorona, which is also tied to the uh, Conjuring universe, um, nobody ever talks about that and it's never really brought up really again. uh, Ever, really. And, you know, The Nun 2 is an okay film. It's like, if you've seen The Nun 1, you're going to get the same results in The Nun 2. There's nothing different about it. The only different thing about this film is that it's a different setting. It takes place in Italy instead of France. You have somewhat of a Cynical character in Storm Reed, who's also a nun, but she's more of like, you know, if I can see it and I can touch it, it's real. I don't believe in demonic possession. And then as the movie progresses, she slowly starts to believe in it. You, you know, you have a cynical—I uh, don't want to say character, but more so of a, uh, more so of your of the, the more so of the people who are not really impressed or really don't believe in that, you know, and things like that. You have. A great performance from uh, uh, Taisa from I don't know how to say her her name, Taisa, Tessa, Fumiga, and anything like that. Which she's great. She was great in the first one, so you know it was only right that she came back for this one and does the same thing. Storm Reed gives a great performance. Obviously, um, uh, the woman in who is the nun is terrifying in a lot of things there are some moments of the movie that are legit creepy but i feel like a lot of the creepy stuff you saw it in the trailer like the scene where oh excuse me like the scene where um the scene where the nun appears on the newsstand with all the magazines and everything that was a cool scene but we saw it in the trailer it's like we've seen this already Like how much more of this are you going to shove down our throats and not give us a good film to to kind of go off of and things like that. So, you know, it was it was more so it's another one of those things where like some of the best moments from the trailer are only in the trailer. Once you see it in the movie, it's like, all right, we saw that already. You know, the, the anticipation is gone. You know, the nun, I wasn't really impressed with the first nun. Uh, And I didn't understand why out of all the characters they had introduced through the whole whole Conjuring first series that the nun was going to be the one to get the, you know, get the treatment. Now, granted, the nun had one of the scariest scenes in the Conjuring part two when she's walking along the wall and everything like that. But, you know, I was like, I don't think that's enough for a horror movie. You know, the crooked man was much scarier. And I I thought that would've been the character to go with to kinda of get their own spin off, but, you know, who am I to who am I to, you know, tell Warner Brothers how to make their movies and everything like that, or New Line or whoever made the Condor universe. But that first that the opening scene with the nun is creepy in its own way. Some of the stuff that happens throughout the movie is, you know, Just all kinds of generic setups for jump scares and everything like that. And you don't really understand what's really going on until, you know, it's explained to you in a way that is both kind of backhanded. You know, the story is okay. It's okay. The story is pretty good. The writing is okay. You know, but, you know, it's just, it's the execution of these movies that really, really bogged the movie down to... A hope and it's like, yeah, this is not going to work. If you can see it coming, it becomes less enjoyable when it happens. When movies become predictable, um, it's a make or break. Like, if it's predictable, but yet entertaining. Like, I always found the John Wick films, like, three and four, they were predictable. Like, you knew where this was going in a certain way. But yet, it was the journey getting there was actually fun. With horror movies, some of those movies are the same. Like, with Annabelle Creation, you kind of saw where they were going to go with it. You kind of saw with where they were going to go with um, uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. You kind of saw where the story was going. And even though, you know, those movies weren't all that great either, it was an entertaining process to get there. The Nun, on the other hand, you kind of saw where it was going, but, you know, you, you, you lose interest by then. The same thing with The Curse of La Llorona, you know. The movie sucks. Annabelle, um, Annabelle Comes Home was like that. Like, it was okay. Kind of saw where it was going. And by the time we got there, it was like, okay, I'm done with this movie. That's how I felt about The Nun 2. I kind of checked out after a while. I didn't really understand why we had to keep going and everything like that. I honestly hope they stop with these movies already. Uh, I don't know how the Conjuring franchise is going to keep going from here. I know they're, I, from my understanding, I know they're in the process of making The Conjuring Part 4 with Patrick Wilson and Via Formiga to come back. And I was like, that works. However, that's supposedly going to be the last film because James Wan wants to go on and do uh, bigger and better things, you know, henceforth the Aquaman series. But, you know, you could always add to that series in a way that um, can be beneficial, but you got to do it correctly. They struggled with Annabelle. They're definitely going to struggle with The Nun. And um, I don't know what more this franchise can do uh, as far as, you know, all these characters and all these other things that are going on. But, you know, when you break away from the Warrens and their stories and their, you know, uh, cases and everything like that, it does come become a little bit difficult to do that in a way that is either good, you know, you could go... Uh, you could go a different route with it in a good way and, uh, you know, have success the way that Annabelle did, or you can go off in a bad way, the way that Nunn is probably going to go, because this movie's not all that great. The Nun 2 was a much, was a, it wasn't a good movie, it wasn't a bad movie, but it's kind of like stuck in the middle. However, if I had to pick one, this was pretty, this was bad. I don't want to say all the way around. It had some moments in it, but overall it was bad. I'd probably give this movie like a, maybe a 5.5 out of 10. Uh, the acting is good. The characterizations of the new characters are, are really cool. Uh, you got a great performance from our lead actress. You got a terrifying performance from our lead pro- uh, antagonist. And everything like that. And you kind of got everything... You got everything you would expect from a movie like this was going to happen. And there's nothing wrong with that. But... It's just poorly executed, Um, you know, it becomes generic and formulaic and predictable and all these other things like that. And there's nothing original about the Conjuring films because they don't really follow the same formula that made the Conjuring films great. Rather than telling a great story and letting it kind of build from there like a traditional horror movie does, they go with the over-reliance of jump scares and creepiness and, you know, scary shadows and things like that and you know just little subtle things you know things that are done over the top that are just mind-numbingly bad you know to say the least and you know i saw this in the theater and this uh, at the same time you, you had mixed reactions you had people who are uninterested but you also have people who were like enjoying it like they had never seen a horror movie before which is fine which is definitely fine like i um watching a horror movie like this and not really getting the same reaction that everybody does is what movies are all about, you know. Some people might like it, some people might not. I personally did like it. Uh, you know, if you've seen the first one, it's probably the same film. Uh, if you've never seen the Nun movies, or you've never even seen any of the movies in the Conjuring universe, and you're going to start with the Nun two, I, you know, I feel bad for you because that's not a good starting place. But, I mean, I cannot recommend this movie because I don't think this movie is good. And that's just me being honest. So. This franchise has done better. Uh, I don't know how much longer it's going to go on, but I hope it really does kind of wind down at this point because there's... Without the Warrens, you cannot create a franchise. And if Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, God rest their souls, um, you know, they never saw it. I don't think that everybody sees it how... that every You know, everybody sees the money being made with this and everything like that. Now, if done correctly, you can make a franchise out of this, but at the same time, you know how much longer can we see patrick wilson and beer Farmiga in those titular roles but yeah this movie the nun 2 was a massive disappointment but my expectations for this movie were really low because i wasn't impressed with the first Nun, so i was kind of hoping for something different because when you saw the trailer it looked like it was going to be something different you got a new setting you have some new characters and you have some new kind of outputs, but then when you watch the movie and it's kind of the same old thing that we saw in the first one, it's a vastly, it's a vastly different type of disappointment, if that makes sense. Like you're disappointed, you're disappointed like dub, like twice as much watching the second one, which I don't think that's what they're going for, that just ended up, that just ends up what happening. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, if you, if you gotta go see this movie in October, go check it out, um... If not, find something else to watch. You watch The Exorcist. I'm actually going to go see The Exorcist uh, later on today. So that that episode will definitely drop tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I'll cover The Exorcist, uh, the original one. Because Exorcist Believer, Exorcist Believer came out last weekend, and I'm about to go see it today. And uh, so, you know, that's I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if I'll cover the other three Exorcists. I know there's three Exorcist movies, and there's a prequel. So I don't know if I'm going to cover those. I might just to kind of fill in the gap, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, speaking of The Exorcist, that's going to bring us to our the end of our episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21 uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Like I said, we're getting ready to go see The Exorcist now. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. Tomorrow, what's today? Yeah, so tomorrow, sometime tomorrow or sometime this week, I will be doing the more of the movie stuff, like the horror movie stuff and the Halloween spirit stuff. I have not seen the, uh, the first episode of Loki yet, so be patient with me as I get some stuff. Uh, Situated for that, but you know, be on, but still tune in to the podcast because every day we're going to have something different. Whether it's Loki, whether it's football, whether it's wrestling, whether it's baseball, whether it's horror movies, whatever the case may be, um, be sure to follow the podcast everywhere. Be sure to follow the podcast on social media outlets. Be sure to. Listen and tune in for all the episodes we got coming out this weekend as we make this transition on to a, um, uh, a little bit of a sketchy uh, next couple of weeks and everything like that as we're doing horror movies. We've got the sporting stuff going on, so there's going to be content for days, so just be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast, and of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.